Welcome to episode 39 of A Politic. We are engaged in a progressive discussion of politics for people who hate politics in 5 to 10 minutes. We try to keep it short and the point. We encourage people and empower them. We're attempting to promote a transformation of our society for the benefit of everyone in this society. The goal of the podcast is to encourage voter registration and voter participation in a process of reducing the conflict and division of our society. What we're hoping to do is encourage you to get informed about the issues. Society as a whole really needs each and every one of us to vote based on making informed choices. And that really means looking into the issues and not being fooled by all the misinformation available in the media. Some of this information is accurate and true. Some of it is not. So we have to very carefully analyze the information that we use to form our opinions and our votes. Apolitik pledges to give high-quality information that is not biased towards either political party. We're going to look at various topics through the lenses of progressive principles as we are looking at significant days in American history, issues, policies, and programs. We want to examine, examine these topics using real stories and real people. Again, all in the relation to our progressive principles. This is the first of several episodes where we're going to join Steve in discussions of the historical significance of Donald Trump declaring himself the winner of the 2020 election before before all the votes were counted and then not accepting the results. Again, the progressive principle which is at stake in this whole situation, is principle three. Increases political engagement within a culture of respectful civil discourse. As we said in the last episodes, we cannot claim to be respectful when we are being dishonest, as Trump has been in this case of refusing to admit defeat and falsely claiming that the election was stolen from his, from him. Dishonesty will never lead to progress. So, thank you for joining us, and we're looking forward to our discussion. What he won was a plurality of the... Well, no, he didn't even win a plurality. He didn't only win a plurality of the Electoral College. He won a majority... And he won a majority of the popular vote. So he won in both the Electoral College and the popular vote a majority. So it's only 51.3%. But Trump did not hit 47. Actually, when Romney won, or when Romney ran in 2012, he only got, he got 47%. I think it was like 47.1%. So Trump didn't even do as well as Romney did. And so that's the historic nature of this whole thing is that 
as you were saying, that the um, political establishment has had such a hard time dealing with Trump's popularity among the people. He did win 6 million more votes than 2016. And so they're having a very hard time dealing with his popularity. Well, it's not but, so much his popularity, Bill. It's the rank and file elected Republican officials, particularly at the oh, national Oh, yeah. Level. Well, they're... Be, they're him tweeting about them in any negative Exactly, way that's what I'm saying. The yeah. base loves Trump, and the uh, political establishment, especially the Republicans, are having a hard time accepting the fact that they have to listen to Trump's tweets and the fact that the Democrats don't know what to say, and so they're deciding to say nothing right now. And as you said, well, I think, I, when I the Electoral College votes, then there will be people, then a lot of people will settle down, and but there will still be a lot of people that will dispute the results. Well, I think the, the, the uh, element that kind of, you know, conveys the entire state of affairs right now as far as elected national Republicans, particularly in Congress, is that here we are days away from the ceremony that officially will declare in the Electoral College that Mr. Biden did defeat Mr. Trump. And the actual 50 state exercises that sets up this particular event uh, occurred, I think, a couple days ago. So it's sort of like, you know, it's, it's done. The I think the the statistic that always kind of scratches my head right now is in Congress there um, I could, I'm not exactly correct on this number but there are like 240 some odd Republican elected officials in the House and the Senate and as of our conversation today just a few days away from the actual formal electoral college vote only 27 elected national Republicans in the House or the Senate have even muttered the word President-elect Biden. Yep. I mean, this is the the political stranglehold that I think uh, the cult of Mr. Trump has on the National Republican Party because he controls the 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 majority of the rank-and-file Republican voters. And the last thing these elected national Republicans want, sitting president, outgoing president, tweeting, you know, this Republican didn't support me in Congress, that Republican in the Senate did and then all of a sudden, they're challenged by people that Trump says, you know, uh, well, look at Jeff Sessions. Well, I'll tell you what, Steve, unfortunately, we are at the point where we've got to finish. Okay. That'll be the last point. But right. thank you very much. Hey, you as well, Bill. Sorry. Oh. Thank you for joining us for episode 39 of A Politic. 
As you can see, if the United States does not reclaim the necessity of its presidents con conceding elections when they lose an election or providing strong evidence when they feel that they have been the victim of fraud, the American experiment is in big trouble. We badly need all eligible voters to get informed on the issues and then cast their vote. We can't blindly trust the media. All we can do is a lot of cross-checking to see if what's being told is consistent, reliable, and valid. But you must decide how we in this country will respond to the issue of um, voting and having as close to 100% voting as possible. Again, I'm asking all of you people who haven't been voting, that 33 to 40% who just haven't felt like taking the time and trouble to becoming informed on the issues, I ask you, turn it around, cast your ballot. You are the ones who will control the balance of power in the United States over the next 20 to 50 years. Good luck. Now we're going to move on to another topic for episodes 30, 40 and 41 when we continue the discussion on the 2020 presidential election. Thanks again for joining us. Have a great rest of your day.